What's going on, Jangalator? Hey, what's going on, brother? Oh, you know, just hanging out, having a wonderful time, trying to be black and gay at the same time and living my skin. Sounds like a pretty good time, honestly. You guys get some snow down there? Man, I wish it was a winter wonderland here. It looks like summer. My grass is growing. That's the city for you. <laughs> it is ridiculous. One of my oh, friends in Warrington... One of my friends Warren just called me and he's bundled up. He's got his kids out. They're sledding, you, you know, having a wonderful one winter wonderland. And I'm just over here watching my grass grow. I'm why is my grass three feet high? Three feet high, Jesus. So maybe there's something in that snow down there if you are in RBA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to cut it because I'm scared there's raptors in the grass. I, I can't go over there. I refuse. Raptors are homeless people. Either way, I'm terrified. <laughs> they're, they're basically the same thing. <laughs> yes, yes. But how you been, man? It's been a minute. I haven't heard from you. What's what's new? What's going on? Oh, yeah, it has been some time, bro. Uh, you know, just living up in the mountains right now. Working. Uh, got my podcast going a couple months ago. Slow start to it, but working further and... Yeah, not too much other than that. Just celebrated my one-year uh, anniversary with my wife, so that's cool. Oh, congratulations. Well, real quick, shout out your podcast. Tell us a little bit about it. That way, if people hear from here, you know, I like to, you know, give back. You know what I mean? No, definitely, and I'll do the same. Yeah, uh, I'm Rodney Wentz, and uh, I'm one of the hosts of the Halfways podcast. Uh, I do it with one of my good friends, and uh, Halfways podcast is literally just a podcast about the world perspective of two habits doing a podcast. I love it. I love it. I feel like I haven't listened to any any of them yet, but as soon as it's over, I'm going to have to bend a couple, see what you're going on, man. See what's happening. Definitely appreciate it. Definitely love to have you sometime. Yeah, whenever I get the free time, I'm like a dog on a leash, man. And I <laughs> just trying, I'm trying to break away. That. You're just working a lot. Yo, that's all I do. I I work for. I'm not gonna say their name. I don't. I don't want to give them any credit. But you know, I, yeah. I work for a place that deals a lot with uh, delivery and packaging, and with Christmas and all this stuff. I've been working six days a week, every week. Like my my poor my poor little bunions. Oh, your poor bunions. I can't imagine. Feel like I, I was in that line of work for five years, and I cannot say I missed it at all. Uh, it is, uh, it, it is backbreaking, tedious, and it makes you think about doing mass shootings. I can truly understand that. I truly can. I feel like the older I get, the more um, I can understand when people just go postal. Truly, like I watch NCIS and all these other little shows, and they're like, "This man just shot up a school," and I'm like. Well, <laughs> let, let me watch his backstory. Let's see what happened here. <laughs> let me look at his resume. See, see what the buildup was before he snapped. People don't just snap. Right. <laughs> I, as as much as I wish there were more Joker esque people out there who just truly love to dwell in the realm of chaos, I truly believe it's just some of us just get get dealt a bad hand in spades, and you got you got to kirk out. You got to kirk out. Yeah, but some of those, uh, some of those, I am very badass people. They, uh, they're a little bit more 
they're so vanilla. Some of them, they make vanilla seem spicy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they'll talk the big game, but but they won't. They when it comes time, it's just like, oh, you know, I guess I'll I'll just keep dealing with it. And that's most of us. And you know, I can't say it's wrong, but spots uh, definitely get in your mind. Make you want to go see therapist at times or something. And you know what? I'm glad you said it. For all those listening, therapy is a great way to handle things. Health is wealth. You know, if if you need to talk to somebody, if you need to, if you if you feel like there's something on your chest that you just need heard, there's lots of different outlets out there. Especially with COVID, you can do it online at this point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't, but uh, I definitely know. He's <laughs> like, no, I don't need help. I mean, I'll let them know, but I don't, I'm fine. I'm Superman. Well, one of my one of my managers is already convinced and told our entire staff she thinks I'm a sociopath, so I'd rather just keep the game going. <laughs> I feel like you should get a name tag and just say sociopath on it and be like, what? It's either going to bring people closer to you or, you know, keep those who need to be away away. Very true, but I mean, if she really talked to the rest of uh, talked to the rest of my staff along with me, I think they'd uh, she'd understand definitely. Uh, where I'm coming from because a lot of them are like me. I'm just a little more open about it because, you know, I do it for the laughs. I love the shock value. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm not going to lie to you. I live for laughs. I live for laughs. At my job, uh, I just act dumb. It's my favorite thing. I really embody my my Kenan and Kel in me, if you will. And I I just kind of, I just learned that the dumber you are, the less people will ask of you. And I love that. I love it so much. No, I, uh, I actually just said that to a coworker the other day. I just play dumb like I don't know things. I, I, I was managing a, a CEO company, a, couple, a one Fortune 500 company. I've been there and done it. I play stupid because the second that they know that you know more, they're going to ask for more without any type of incentive. So I like to play the I, I'm not that bright game. And that's usually just me messing things up purposely so they leave me alone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you said you're celebrating your year anniversary of your Mirage. Congratulations on uh, that. How has uh, so how's co- how's COVID um, affected you and your and your wife? It during uh, I, I'm just rambling. Listen to me. How has COVID affected you and your wife? Uh, going along with this well you know um we actually got real fortunate we uh we got married uh october 19th mm-hmm. of last year and then we went to uh florida disney world universal studios Ooh. for a week to for our honeymoon. you know we thought that'd be a great time and honestly hell yeah it was anyone who thinks going to disney world won't be fun you are sad <laughs> it's all the fun in the world. but uh we uh we spent a week down there. Uh, I started working uh, one of those postal jobs as we were talking about during uh, during the Christmas season last year. And a little bit after is when COVID finally started popping up. Granted, I don't have TV or anything. I don't. I just find everything out through YouTube. Yo, uh, bless it to be to YouTube. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, that that that's gonna run the world. You thought you guys think Fox is strong? Wait till YouTube. Please, I only watch YouTube. Like, but I didn't have cable for the longest times. But YouTube was always there. I get news, forecasts. If I want to learn how to make a a uh, a raised flower bed to growing sugarcane in my backyard, YouTube has a channel for it. Yeah, YouTube is the it, it is 
a downfall, but also the re-education of a society, in my opinion, and it really depends on the purpose, uh, person, how that is going to work, but, uh, yeah, YouTube is a saving grace. I've gone easy. I still pay for, uh, streaming services, but I watch YouTube probably majority of my week. <laughs> I believe, I get this craziness. I... Um, I, I guess I've been doing it for years now, but I've actually subscribed to YouTube Premium. And yes, and I didn't, I guess back then I subscribed to it because I used Google Music, but YouTube has bought Google Music now. But I got a message about a month ago and it's like through my email and it said that if you were a member of YouTube Premium uh, by a certain date, that they would send you a free Stadia and controller. That is, that's intriguing. I've never heard about that before. It, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I have the Stadia here. Yeah, I, I've literally turned it on one time <laughs> just to be like, ooh, this is cool. Let me see what's going on. You know, to entertain me through uh, waiting for this PS5 and all this craziness. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But... You know that, that let's let's branch off on that for 12 seconds. How do you feel about the multitudes of people that are buying PS5s and then selling them for ridiculous prices? Uh, I wonder how people sleep at night doing that honestly. It's um it's it's kind of revolting that there isn't some type of a uh, limit on how many you can buy at a time. And when the initial release happened, I understand they wanted to get rid of them, see what their quota should be. But the fact that people are buying them for $500 or however much or the uh the big expansion packs or not expansion packs, excuse me, like the bonus packs with uh two controllers, headsets, camera and yada yada and they double triple the price. I honestly feel bad for the people who are paying for it because one, either they got too much money or B, they're spending all their money on what they should be spending maybe on bills. And it just really makes me wonder in my mind how people sleep doing that to others. You know what Absolutely. I mean? But I mean, I guess that's how a business, uh, that's a business perspective from it. I guess in order to be a businessman, you gotta, you gotta be a liar. Oh, you know what I mean? Don't we know? We should know from the last couple of years of businessmen and lies, but I, I will not oh, die yeah. there. Listen to this craziness. Um, so, my fiance brought up to me. Uh, just to put that out there. I've I've engaged. Uh, with, oh, congratulations! Uh, I know. I, I don't know how he puts up with me. I'm quite terrible. <laughs> I'm sure you're just a joy to be around, Josh. I've always oh, thought so. If I could blush, if I could blush. Um, but he brings up he brings this up to me the uh, the other week. He said that uh, he was scrolling through eBay and he saw that there was a PS5 for sale, and it was for sale. You know, the on the Facebook marketplaces from what I've seen, the cheapest PS5 I've seen has been eight hundred dollars. Which I believe that if anyone said that to me, I'm gonna have to break your jaw because I can't hear such such deceit. <laughs> it you know directly to my yeah. face, but he's on eBay and he sees you know one for sale for about five six hundred dollars, and he's like yo 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 you know we could get one like possibly what do you think what do you think and I was like man I'm asleep on it because for real for real I'm only trying to play one game that's out right now I can wait till they restock. Find out that this person not only sold fourteen of these but in the description it definitely says. This is not the new PS5. It is an empty box with the picture of a PS5 on it. 
for six hundred dollars. What in God's name? <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that he is a demon. I truly believe that he is walking in the same footsteps as Lucifer. Um, he had tea with Satan. He is Mephistopheles. Yes, Mephistopheles himself. He sat down, had tea with Satan, and Satan was like. I'm going to give you a really evil idea for all those little kids out there just bidding on shit on their mom's credit card. <laughs> he sold 14. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I'm almost at a loss for words. I mean, like, you know, I guess at least it was that because the only thing that could make this situation anywhere near redeemable redeemable and redeemable is a very very loose term right now Ooh, but the only thing that could make it even somewhat humorous is if he sent a ps2 and a ps3 with a Yu-Gi-Oh fusion i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> oh listen to this i know that we're not going through the the little chart that i had but fuck it let's let it be organic i miss your face a lot so Quite me and my fiance are completely different completely different you know i'm yang he's yang i'm the north wind he's the south wind rada 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 um so one day back when i was addicted to pop figures i had found a Yu-Gi-Oh pop and i was like yo i should get Yu-Gi-Oh, and i should also get the the nastiest bitch in all of uh anime and he was like, what is Yu-Gi-Oh? What are you talking about? And I was like, you don't know about Seto Kaiba? And he was like, oh my. God. He was like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Is this, is this another language? Are you speaking gibberish again? Have you gotten into, have you been sniffing the catnip? And I was just like, <laughs> immediately we have to watch Yu-Gi-Oh. And he's, you know, he's a bit more mature when it comes to shows. He likes more like, you know, he doesn't really like animation. Loved it. Loved every episode. We watched the first couple seasons, and he was just like, this, this is great. I was like, I told you, your child has, I don't know who robbed you of your childhood and never allowed you to watch Yu-Gi-Oh, but phenomenal. That's fantastic. I'm so happy to hear it, because Yu-Gi-Oh is actually one of three animes I'll even watch. Top three animes, <laughs> go. Ooh, uh, High School of the mm. Dead. Second one is Corpse mm. Party, and third one is Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm gonna go with, uh, is Pokemon considered an anime? I'm kind of biased, you know I got an addiction. Um, if I can consider Powerpuff Girls an anime, then yes, Pokemon is Okay, I'm going anime. Pokemon. First anime I ever watched, I'm gonna have to give the props, Soul Eater, even though the ending was fucking trash. Oh, it was disrespectful. <laughs> um, I guess spoiler alert for those listening. Um, if you're if you're in the middle of Soul Eater, you're you're just gonna be disappointed. I mean, everything else is wonderful. The ending is trash. Third, fair enough. I'm gonna <laughs> go. Uh, I don't know. I got a soft spot, man. I think I'm gonna go with Naruto. I I, I think I'm gonna do it, man. I think I'm gonna be real mainstream here, bro. <laughs> That's a hey man, that that that's not a bad decision. A lot of people like it. I never personally got into it, but again, I'm not a big anime guy. But uh, I, I, from what I hear, it's a pretty awesome uh, show. It's wonderful. The fight scenes are great. It like for me, um, being with anime for a while, I feel like going from Dragon Ball Z and then seeing that Naruto was coming up and being a part of one of the big three really, you know, lit a fire in my heart. 
but it's like a million episodes. <laughs> There's a lot of filler. Like if you watch every episode, it's nothing shy of a soap opera. We're talking about Dragon Ball. No, Z, no, no. I'm saying uh, Naruto is very much like a soap opera. Oh, oh, okay. All right, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah, um, I know about. I, I watched a couple of the episodes of Naruto Shippuden. I don't know if that was like a branch off series or anything, or just the series itself. But uh, my uh, my Russian brother, he, he was adopted. He uh, he he loved that show. Beyond loved it. I think he had the headband with the metal emblem. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't want to lie because I'm really hard at it. I mean, I'm really bad at it. I'm really hard at lying. What kind of English? Oh. <laughs> but hey, man, if that's what gets your uh, jollies going, hey, that's more power right. to you, Mazda. I actually have a headband, but it does not have like you know the Naruto symbol on it. It actually has the Black Power fist on it. Oh, God bless. God bless. That's actually I love fantastic. it. I love it. I, I randomly put it on just to go to, like, the dollar store down the street. And all of my brothers just see me. And they're just like, yo. And I'm like, I know. I know. I know. Where'd you get it? And I lie. And I'm like, I made hey, it myself. <laughs> hey, man. If it doesn't already exist, do it yourself. That's some DIY right there. And I, I can appreciate that. Right. right. Well, it is. What's today? Today's the 16th of December. Yes, I. Oh, yes, it is. God, are you ready for the holidays? I'm ready for these nine days to be. I'm ready for Christmas to be here, and then afterwards, I I don't care. I I love Christmas. It uh, it brings back nostalgia. But as to ready for it, um, I guess as long as I'm not doing those postal or uh, delivery service jobs anymore, I'm always <laughs> right. gonna be ready for Christmas because that place turned me into the fucking Grinch. I all of a sudden got why he hated this everybody. Me. Because he never really hated Christmas, he just hated the people. Absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with being a Grinch. Not at all. If you wake up every day and you got termites in your smile and and people <laughs> relate you to a slimy crocodile, I believe that you have the right to be nasty. You know, if I go to work every day and people are just like, ugh, he's a mean one. I'm like, bitch, you're right. <laughs> That's a fucking loopy. Yeah, no, I, I would own it too. People come up to me and when I get pissed at work, I act pretty grinchy towards them, but it gets people away and quickly. Probably not good for uh, rumors to start, but hey, I don't mind rumors. Like I said, I'm all about the shock. I feel like being rude in this day and age is actually something that you should be doing because um, sometimes being rude is the only way to keep people six fucking feet away. Oh, 100%. My job, yeah. I... Uh, the best way to describe my job, easiest way, I put boxes on shelves. That's it. And there are people that, you know, come through and it's very much, I feel like I'm the Easter Bunny. I put boxes on random shelves. And then there's people who are kids that <laughs> come through and they find these boxes on these shelves. And uh, with the COVID, we're not supposed to be in the same aisle at all. Now, mind you, the aisle could be a half mile long. It's a very large place. Um, but for whatever reason, people still enjoy just, you know, walking up on you or just being rude and being trying to squeeze by you. And I tried the whole coughing thing. I tried having like trying to make myself look bigger, like in nature, you know, but the mm -hmm. best way to do it and to keep people at bay is to look them in the eye and remind them that their mothers were bitches. And so are they. 
hey man, sometimes you gotta keep these bitches in check. Can't make oh, them think no. you like them. Oh, no. I was talking to this. Because they think you like them, they give you shit after that, and then they don't oh, want to back the hell off. Uh, about it. I was throwing boxes with this uh, younger guy the other day, and he's like 22. <laughs> and he's 22, believing that he's 35. So he's coming up to me and he's like, hey man, hey man, uh, like, he's trying to talk to me about like adulting. And I'm like, sir, you're, you're, you're not there. You're not there. And I'm trying to give him some advice for life. And I don't know why I decided to tell him this, but I told him, I was like, sir, what you need to do, which you should always have on the arsenal of your tongue is that your great, great aunt has died. He looked at me like a monster. He said, what? Why would you say that? I was like, first of all, my great, great aunt has been dead. So I'm not putting any karma on anything mm-hmm. at all. Second of all, whenever someone comes up to me and they have something smart to say, or if they just walk up too close to me, I just scoff and I just go, oh, I don't have to deal with this today. My great, great aunt just died. And I walk off. And they, you're just stuck there and all like, oh my God, what, what did I do? I, I gotta do better for myself. I can't believe like he's going through something. I'm just being a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like shit. You know, it's uh, it's really funny you actually use that type of analogy for it because um, uh, not to go too into it or anything, but um, er- earlier this year I lost my biological mother. Oh my at the beginning of the god, year. are you okay? And, um, I'm the worst kind of distant friend. Oh, I'm completely Don't, fine. Uh, be fair i uh, i didn't tell anybody for about eight months but it's because no one uh really really knew i had a mom to begin with but you know nonetheless it, it's nothing big deal you, get, you but, uh, never had a mom you just because... you sprouted out of a out of a tulip was it yes exactly a tulip a tulip someone dropped on the ground and a raccoon <laughs> shed on and then i grew somehow but uh not uh so she passed away you know um I, I, I was informed by my dad. Uh, I was a little upset. had a good cry that morning. Just, you know, get it off my chest. And uh, I went to work that same night. Uh, now, Grant, I was working the same type of uh, situation you are. And um, we had... Yep. And we had gotten them talk that morning about sitting down. And because uh, at times, you know, boxes won't be coming through. You have nothing to do. And they just want you to stand there. And, you know, some of us will sit down. Some of us will lay down, take a little nap. But regardless, I was sitting down. And we were told that morning, uh, my coworker across from me said, you better be careful because uh, ex-manager said, if you get caught sitting down, that you're going to go home. I, I feel so bad for this <laughs> poor fucker, man, because I looked him dead in the eyes and I said, they say anything to me. I'm going to tell my mom died last night. They're lucky I even showed up today. And this dude's eyes about popped out of his head and said, did that really happen? I was like, oh yeah, totally. And he's like, oh, and I was like, about 10 15 minutes went by and me and him haven't spoken <laughs> and i had to tell him it's like i'm very sorry that i didn't uh give you any discretion or reiterate that in a in a lighter manner but i was just really pissed off when you told me that not that you were enforcing it but i think i was in my mind pretending you were the manager and i was showing you how he would but, respond but honestly how else would that, that's the way you deliver that kind of news you know there's certain news that just carries a certain amount of weight <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, you're going to respond in a... It's something you got to be very ginger about, but I think I was not ginger at all about with that poor bastard. But luckily, he was my friend, so he kind of got how I am. But at the same time, I... I think I did it to two or three other people that night, so um, I, I, I probably absolutely not that first one. But again, that's Absolutely the only way not. You can I believe do it. him. 
my my one of my uh one of my aunts used to tell me all the time if you bite your tongue you could bleed to death you if you if that's on your tongue then you say what you got to say in that same breath yeah i was yeah, literally I mean, uh, uh, same kind of thing happened to me i'm standing it we're not supposed to be on our phones at all because apparently where i work they believe that it's 1930 and they can tell us what we can and can't do as adults and um I'm on my phone. I'm texting my fiance, just, you know, make sure everything's okay. And a manager walks by, sees me and goes, come on, dude, what are you doing? And I looked at him and I said, what are you doing? And he, then we stood there in silence for about three minutes. And I just go, and then I look around, I go, better question, what are we doing? And he then just goes off. He's like, you can't be on your phone. It's a, it's a, it's a, you're not supposed to have it in the building. It's a violation of a uh, policy. And as he's going on, I'm still holding my phone and I'm still texting. And eventually I just cut up my eyes at him and I just go, my wife is pregnant and I'm just, I'm a new father. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how kids work. She's asking for pickles and fucking onions and shit. And you were trying to tell me that I can't text my <laughs> wife to ensure. And he was like, Hey, hey, man, hey, man, calm down, calm down. Just congratulations. And I was like, this doesn't feel like I need to be congratulated for. It feels like I need a Xanax. This thing, <laughs> I can't even check on my fucking wife at work. And the reason why I come here is to support my fucking family. He was like, sir, it's okay, it's okay. You know, I apologize. Just, you know, if she, if she hits you up, you know, just try to get you a mod and I'll look out for you, man. Once again, congratulations. And being a father is an overnight job. You learn how it goes. So now everyone at my job believes that I have a pregnant wife. Hey, uh, you definitely made them get off your back. And this I Christmas party, when I bring my that... fiance, is going to be so strange. <laughs> oh my God. Please, please film that for me. I will commission you to film this for me because that seems I mean, too good to film. I feel like, I mean, we're in a different <laughs> day and age. Maybe they'll understand. Maybe I'll just show up with, you know, my fiance. And they'll be like, hey, who's this? Where's your pregnant wife? And I'm like, oh, well, she's pregnant, so I didn't bring her to the Christmas party, but this is my fiance. And they'll be like, what kind of Tiger King shit is going on? I want I want all the success oh, Tiger King goodness. has, minus the drugs, but plus all the teeth. Is that a good aspiration? You know that that's a good aspiration. You're aiming high on that, but I believe yes, it's yes. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um. <laughs> so, quick question. I believe that. I believe that you have the power yes. to answer this. I had a debate with someone recently about Christmas movies and what constitutes uh, a movie to be a Christmas movie. I said, as long as there's snow in the movie at some point in time, it is a Christmas movie. Um, you know what? I, I, I won't say that's how I personally feel about it, but I also can't knock that because that seems feasible enough because some people are declaring that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And it is. And it hardly, it hardly, but that's what I'm saying. See, it hardly constitutes in a way, but it is. But in that case, Batman yes, it is. Absolutely. is also a Christmas movie and the first Harry Potter is also a Christmas Absolutely. movie. The Gray is a Christmas movie. Snow Dogs with Cuba Gooden Jr. is a Christmas oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, Misery, The Revenant, right. The Day Out of Tomorrow, The Thing. Hateful Eight is my favorite Christmas movie. I was just about to say that. Thank you for stealing it out of my house. 
Of course, I, I watch, dude, I've easily watched that movie over 40 times. My wife hates me, but I love it. And yesterday I said, I'm going to have to watch it on the first good snowfall. Well, we got a little bit of snow the other day up on the mountain. So I watched it. It snowed eight inches. Eight inches. Last night. So you know what? I watched that mother. Sorry, I got excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'd be excited too if I didn't live uh, on the fucking mountain. <laughs> listen, um, low key, high key, I want to live in a mountain. I feel like it'd be dope. I feel like I want to live my, like, I want to live on a mountain. I want to change my name to Daddy Mountain. I want to uh, get maybe, I'm thinking goats and sheep. I, well, not, not sheep. That's that's too much. I want goats and chickens on a mountain. Is this a feasible thing that I should be uh, aspiring to? Or is this more likely a uh, Disney fairy tale that I'm trying to live? What do you think? Uh uh, well, if you're going to sing mm. with them, I'll go with Disney. If you expect them to sing back with you, of course. But other than that, it's a, it's completely feasible. We can uh, have up to 10 chickens on our mountain. Our limit is 10 because we are technically part of an HOA, which is mm-hmm. rare in these kind of communities. But uh, I think the only thing we're not permitted to have is livestock of any sort. But other than that, we can have goats, chickens, and things of that nature. And it's a... Uh, you know, it's not too bad. And uh, a lot of people up here actually do it. So it's completely yes, feasible. Yes, I just want... I feel like... I feel like chicken. I want. I feel like I'm gonna start off with like three chickens. I'm gonna name them after the three Stooges or the Powerpuff Girls. I don't know which one yet. I guess I gotta see the chickens first. Um, you gotta choose whether they're females <laughs> or whether they're morons. Um, I feel like I feel like chickens having chickens isn't hard. I don't know why I feel that way. I feel like having chickens, you know, is like I don't feel like it ain't shit. Am I wrong? I believe that, yeah, no, I believe they're relatively I feel like I know a lot of dumb motherfuckers that have chickens, and I'm just kind of like, hmm. Have you seen these chickens? Go ahead, well, go ahead. I'm sorry, I got excited. Like, I had a memory pop in my brain. Go. I actually completely forgot. Have you seen these, you like, black chickens, where they're, like, all black? Like, their meat is black, their eggs are black, their face, the little, that little, like, ball sack they got hanging from their beaks are black. Have you seen these? What sort of sorcery is that? Oh I've never heard my or God. Seen. They are lovely. I'm going to send it to you right now so you can see. Uh, but they're oh, all about it. Completely black. They're called uh, Ayam Samani. I don't know how to read. So, you know, just go with that. Ayam Samani chickens. They're all black. I feel like this is the chicken that I want to uh, breed the fuck out of. Are they, these aren't those gigantic ones that look like <laughs> monsters, the, the ones with the really long furry legs, are they? Because if so, I, I'd be running from the from the middle of the night if I saw one of those motherfuckers in the dark thinking it. Oh no, no, no. I I know what you're talking about though. Those are like for me. I feel like those would be. I would name them like kaiju's. I would, I would get one. That's it. I'll get one. And he'll, <laughs> he'll rule over all the other black chickens, and I'll name him kaiju or gojira. That's sad. Gojira, Gojira. I don't know if that. I don't think that's racially insensitive. I, I don't think. Uh, oh, not, no. not, with the world, not at all. Come on, phone. Let me send this picture. This is life. Well, wait, wait. We might be moving somewhere. You know what? I'll send it to you later. My, my, my laptop is having a entire bitch fit, and I, I'm not arguing with her. I'm not doing this with. 
that 100% fine with me. I don't argue with technology because if it ever right. ends if up, Susan needs a minute, that. Susan, take a fucking minute. Yeah, but make sure that's a quick fucking minute. Yo, so let's talk about this. Is there anything going on in your week that you would like to rant about, get off your chest? Anything that you've seen recently that uh, sparked interest or disdain? Uh, that's something that sparked uh, disdain, I, uh, I guess, so to speak. I uh, I don't like managers who belittle uh, employees, but th- there's a little gimmick to this. Now, I understand that that's going to be there no matter what. I'm talking about teenage employees mm-hmm. or someone along those lines. Minors going into their early 20s, and especially if it's known that these uh, these guys have autism or oh, on the spectrum in one way or another, and I believe I've I, I've seen that once recently. That that really genuinely um it, it it hit me in a certain spot because I care for people like that deeply because I've been around a lot of them and they're you know they're no different than us. Their brain just works. A fun- it, their focus is to is on other things out of what we would think would be ordinary, but it's as simple as someone chewing on a straw. That could be their equivalent of us swinging our feet, as we said. It's a form of uh, subconscious entertainment. And, uh, but yeah, having uh, having managers to speak to employees like that, it's just, uh, it, it's uh, very dis- discouraging to see in this country, but all, all alone, this, uh, this country's a I little I believe that is, if so. you are that kind of person, that you need to go out of your way to pick on somebody that is either a bit different from you or just, you know, in a stronghold of misfortune. Is, I feel like that just shows me that you're weak. You're a weak person. You you do not, you're like your mother did not raise you correctly. You need to go back to high school, preschool, kindergarten, and you need to learn, you know, to treat others the way that you would like to be treated. And things, things like that come around. I, I fully believe it. With 28 years on this planet, I believe that, you know, what you put out is what you get back. So if you're going around picking on people like that, you know, it's going to be, it's gonna be a really heavy boomerang coming back to the back of your head. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I, I one hundred percent actually go by the philosophy of what you just said. Uh, the golden rule: treat everybody as you want to be treated, man. And I admit, I forget that sometimes. But no one's perfect. But when you see no change in action versus uh, words that come out of people's mouth promising to do so. Again, it's the whole, uh, you know, it, it only happens if you want to. But again, it doesn't take much to not be a dick and be a, a We should. I feel like that needs people. to be on a banner in most schools. It doesn't take much not to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> ah, if we open up a school, that'll be our banner. If we had a school. For the school. Um, are, we, are we co-principals or are we just working in this school? That's what I would love to know. And I feel like you'd be <laughs> a, the dean, and I would be the janitor, but somehow we have the same power of attorney. So you'd be like an but undercover you know I mean? boss. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. I love it. You, you'd never, you just walk around <laughs> with like a broom or, or like a broom and dust paint or like a mop. Never clean anything. Never clean anything. Never. It's gonna be like uh, Christopher Walken on Joe Dirt. He was a uh, he was a mob member who yes, was in yes. witness protection. <laughs> exactly it. I Except feel like I would make a wonderfully terrible dean. 
Uh, I guess, I mean, I guess it just depends on what strand I'm smoking that day. Um, I can get real lazy. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm really caring. I do, I truly do care about, like, the next person. I do promote, um, you know, self-reflection and, you know, education. But with all that being said, you know, I feel like the one thing that I'm working on is my patience. Because when I do get frustrated, it's very easy for me to uh, use my colorful language to break someone down and get them the fuck away from me. And I don't think that's a quality that a dean should have. Not exactly, but again, you're only human as well. As long as you recognize that like you have, you can work towards it and maybe uh, outlet it in a different type of energy. But I can't say you're wrong because I'm the same exact way. And I know if I was a dean, I would get my ass fired first week and have tons of lawsuits. School would be shut down within a week of opening again. That's why we need to open this school. So we'll open it up. We'll get all this tuition money. And then we'll fuck up in a week and then, then just dip out and we'll go to like Cuba or somewhere. Be out. <laughs> yeah, we gotta pull it. Be like, these motherfuckers, they didn't, they didn't teach my kid a motherfucking thing. They, <laughs> they called my daughter a fat bitch. Well, I mean, she's, you know, she's a bitch because she's not nice and yeah. she does weigh over yeah, she- 500 pounds. So, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, and she smells like stale milk and her neck looks oh. like a pair of hot dogs or something, man. I mean, sometimes you gotta put people in their check. Did you say you have to put people in their chin? gotta put them in check. <laughs> yep, yep, put people in their chin. That's exactly what I said. Yo, mistake made here. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta definitely, you know, try to ring in this patience. Uh, for example, I was at work. I got a lot of stories of work. I'm normally there. Uh, I was at work recently. And hey, that works for me, and- man. I went to get a uh, a cart of these boxes that I throw so elegantly, and I scan the box, and this lady behind me walks up to me, scans the same box. Now we both can't have the same box. We can't. It's 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 ridiculous. It can't happen. Now I believe that I was an adult, so I said, "Oh, it's okay. Um, since you scanned it, uh, I can go ahead and just get. I can drop it, and I can go ahead and get like the next box." it's fine. I don't need to get, you know, I'm not going to lose my mind over some fucking boxes. That's what I said. I believed what I said was mm-hmm. somewhat peaceful, you know, blithful. Apparently this older woman, you know, I'll, I'll give her maybe like 40s. She looks at me and goes, oh, do you think that you're grown? That was already the first straw. <laughs> because I feel like Oof. All of us working in this environment, we have to be grown to some degree to acquire the job. So I, I let it rock, though. I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, definitely. Okay. And I got my, took my next box and I went on my merry gateway. Uh, about five minutes goes by and she comes through with her stolen box and she looks at me and she goes, I asked you a question. Are you like grown or something? You think you grown? Now this was the second straw and the third straw and the fourth straw because in my already irritated mind, one, you hunted me down. You 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 looked for me, which means that you visualized me as prey. 
Yeah, that's a very spicy, very sriracha hot. And then continue to ask me the same question. I tried to, you know, initiate patience, but what came out my mouth was, you chicken headed bitch. Why are you following me around? And it's COVID-19. We're supposed to be six feet away from each other. Why are you near me? Why are you talking to me? What you need to worry about is not if I'm grown, but why your hair hasn't grown in six months. What you need to worry about is why your hair on your oh. head hasn't grown in six <laughs> months, but the hair on your lip has been growing with a ferocity of that I can only compare to by Bear or Badger. What you need to worry about is understanding that the steps of patience that I took by walking away and giving you the box that you clearly stole from me was me being grown and mature. But now that we're here in this immature space and you visualize me as some sort of weak, underage child, then I guess that's how I need to act. Because I'm an actor and it's really easy for me to act any type of way. So, and then more spite flew out of my mouth. (laughs) Sweet baby Jesus in a grilled cheese sandwich. You're frying that bitch like salmon, though. Well, I called her a banana looking ass bitch. I told her that she should take her teeth out her mouth and thoroughly bleach them because they had stains on them that I could only relate to uh, by. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to put more negative energy into this disgusting wretch that I work with. Um, but after I was done and I went on my merry way. Um, cause at this point I was loud. Another lady walks up to me and she's like, what is going on? I knew that I was fired. <laughs> I knew, I knew deep in my plums uh, that, that she was going to be like, <laughs> listen here, sassy bassy. Um, all this is necessary. We actually have standards here. You need to go home. I knew it was going to be said, but instead the woman goes, who were you talking to? And I said, that banana boat built bitch over there. The bitch that was built like a Teletubby like shit, the purple one like oh shit. God. That one. <laughs> if you walk three aisles down and you see a bitch that looks like Tinky Winky from motherfucking Teletubbies or the back, if, or no. if she looks like the backside of Barney, that's who the fuck I was yelling at. And so the lady walks three aisles down, sees the woman and comes back and says, I don't like that bitch no way. I had to cuss her out last week. She got a shitty ass attitude. And I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, so I'm not in the wrong. You, you. So she's just mad. So she just welcomes the cussing. Okay, I get it. All right. <laughs> well, oh my goodness. That was pretty, that's pretty good, though. You got to stick it to people. You might have gone a little overboard, but then again, I like oh, shock you. value. Thank so you. well done. Yeah. I, I have um, you, bud. Um, well, I feel like we're running a bit long, but fuck it. Do what I want, because, you know, it's my show. I run shit. I'm my own manager. Uh, I'll ask you one more question. It's my favorite part of the show, where I have what you don't want to see. Absolutely. Now, I don't know if you fully understand uh, the question, so I'm going to uh, explain just a little bit. Uh, when I say what you don't want to see is if you're walking down the street, walking through the forest, walk, just walking around minding your business, and you hear some sort of noise, and you look over, and you see it, you automatically know that your ass is fucking grass. That is this part of the show. So what is it that you don't ever want to see? 
looking back at you? Hmm. You know, that's a pretty good question because uh, I have these unnatural fears, you know, of like, uh, like if you turn off a light in a room and if you don't run Absolutely. up the stairs quick enough, the monster's going to get you. Like at 30 years old, I'm still that person and I'm not ashamed of it because it's just part of me. <laughs> it's annoying, but um, uh, the biggest fear I've had for the longest time, and I cannot stress this enough, uh, you know, Absolutely. their original I'm grudge right. from the early 2000s? And... Oh, oh yes, oh yes. All right, so that that movie actually petrified me so much. I I only watched it one time, and I never watched it again because uh, the movie was so realistic, Ugh. and the contortion walks and all of that. The girl's head dripping down the dorm frame. All of it was real, and none of it was CGI. Of course, edited a little, but none of it was computer uh, graphic imaging or anything of that sort. So, because it was so realistic, I've always been afraid of her. And also Samara from uh, The Ring. Every time in my mind when I turn that light off and I'm looking down those stairs, I see one of those bitches in the corners. And um, I, I finally realized how to get over my fear of it one day, even though I'm still scared of how, it. How did, how did, did you get, get over, over it one time? this fear? Because I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I've been to many strip clubs and seen many a bitch perform that upside down um, Lindsay Lohan crawl. <laughs> And it is, I don't, is that what the, is that what the girls the are calling walk. it? I don't know. I, I, oh, I thought it was a Lindsay Lohan or a McChicken. I don't know. I, I'm new. I'm still new to this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I completely understand. That shit is not cool. But how did you get over this fear? So, um, so I lived at my grandfather's house at the time, right? And, uh, he had this. He had a split-level Dutch-looking house. That's the style it was. So uh, you got virtually four, uh, four floors of a house, but they're split up so that it's only technically a two-story house itself. So you know, it's it's interesting design. And he had a little set of stairs mm -hmm. uh, coming up from the rec room to the kitchen, and then another long set rounded out like uh, you would up a building to go upstairs. And uh, I would run up the little stairs. I'd go down and do my laundry at night, and. Uh, I don't know, one night I turned off the light and I just looked into the dark and it's like I saw them in my <laughs> mind. It wasn't there, but they were there in front of me. So I did what any normal, rational person would do. I, I went to the corner and I dropped my, my trousers and I just started, started whacking it and I gingerly whispered <laughs> in the corner, this is for you. And I figured if anything was in that room with me, I scared the shit out of it. Or I violated it in a way it didn't want to be near me, at least for a night. I'm still scared, yes, but that yes, night that, that I is, don't power. Oh. <laughs> art. Art is is what I the only word I can come up with. That is complete and utter art. Yes. My father told Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I never <laughs> my told my father told me still. that uh I carry this around to this day. This is where I get my bravery, I guess. Um he used to tell me all the time. Never get rid of your demons, but learn to walk them on a leash. That's actually, I like that a lot. I like that kind of saying, because that's positive reinforcement that, you know, there's definitely shit in the world, but as long as you know how to work with that garbage situation and make something good out of it, that's Absolutely. That's progress, I, I'm not going to really lie to you. It took one. me a couple of years to get that under my belt, but you know... It, 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 it helps you, it helps me anyway. And for those who are hearing this, I really hope and implore that it does help them as well. 
but we're all going through things. We all have, you know, baggage, problems, strongholds, um, mommy issues, daddy pains, or uh, daddy absences, if you will. But um, those things are yours to have, you know? Like, as much as you could, like we said earlier, going to therapy can absolutely get those things off your chest. They can help you um, understand why you feel how you feel. But at the end of the day, that issue or stronghold is yours to have. So why not use it as weaponry? You know, if you got something that's on your back that you just clawing at you, keeping you awake at night, you know what, throw a leash on that motherfucker and tell it, you know what, if you're here, the rent is due by the 5th, trash runs on Thursdays, and bitch, if a bitch knocks on this, if a bitch comes in this house that don't live in this motherfucker, go the fuck off. You the one. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Always stick up for yourself. Always stand your ground. Whether or not what you're going through, just know there's always people out there to talk to. And if you need to, don't ever hesitate to reach out to people because it can truly help you in the long run. Just talking to someone, getting something off your chest. Absolutely. If you're not good for yourself, how can you be good for anybody else? I really wish that, I mean, I feel like you had like such a well thought out, you know, what you don't want to see. Um, mine isn't as, uh, as, uh, you know, thorough. Uh, I believe what you don't want to see is a, uh, is a shoe bill. Have you ever seen a shoe bill? A shoe bill. I, I, is there I a way that you I can open up your messenger bill. right now? Oh, wait till you see this monstrosity of an animal. (laughs) An ever-living fuck is that? Is that like a pelican? Oh, it's a shoebill. They are um, large birds that I believe live in Africa. It makes sense that they would live there. Um, Those eyes have... (laughs) despising them and <laughs> you away. never Jesus Christ. walking into your house on a long day of work and be putting the key in your door and all you hear is a twig and you turn around and see this seven to eight foot tall stork like well headed bird oh my god and it can fly it can fly so you oh. can't run yeah no that it can fly. You would think that, that this ostrich like uh this ostrich velociraptor hybrid would be uh contained to the ground, that it would be an earthbender, but it's not. It can fly. I feel like if it got pissed and chased you, it could just grab you and take uh, you off like one of the shit hawks in trailer park it, boys. It looks it, like it's a, a shit hawk. That's we I feel like we need to make up a petition. And we need to start calling this thing a motherfucking shithawk. Um, Coining the term. We're going to patent that, period. everybody. Look period. Out. And we're going to use this money to fund our paid. school. <laughs> Eight uh, man, that's a foot wingspan of terror. And the worst part about this bird, the worst part, the oh. reason why I feel like this bird would be 
terrible to see. I don't believe that this bird would run up to you and truly hurt you. Um, and you're gonna have to look this up whenever you want. You can call me a liar, but I'm not good at lying. When this bird gets uh, over, it gets too hot, it opens its very large mouth and it pushes its spine out of its mouth to cool off its body. That sounds like some Freddy Krueger shit. What I don't know if God had God, just a rough dude. day that day. I don't know if maybe... And he just threw some <laughs> shit together like when he made Rosie O'Donnell. That's what I believe that there was a couple days where God was just like, yo, Satan, you got this one, right? Like, I mean, here's the blueprint. Or like God had a blueprint for like a bird. I feel like this bird could have been beautiful. It could have been beautiful. But I feel like God was like, oh snap, I left the oven on. And he walked away. And Satan was just like, he 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 he. You know? And came back. It's like, let me take a mythical creature and make it fuck a pelican and turn this it into this monstrosity. Terrible. And, oh God. I'm actually not scared of birds. I will say they're my least favorite animal. I'm not about because they're annoying. If they shit on you or take your food, what are you going to do? Chase them? No, you can't. There's never a way to get them. But this one, this one scares me, like, to my core. Like, this actually, when I see the gift's eyes, it makes I me feel quiver like this bird inside my soul a little is bit. sassy. Like, if it was a Disney character and it opened up its mouth, I feel like it would have a lot of sass. But, like... I feel like no one would talk shit back to it, though, because <laughs> it would fuck you up. I feel like it's like the gay Debo of birds. Like, he's like, I, I feel like he walks up to you, he flies up to your hood, and you're like, oh, shit. And he's all like, hey, motherfucker, give me that chain. <laughs> and you're, you're like, damn. This yeah, what fucking, are you going to do? Tell him no? <laughs> this prison-built bird. <laughs> Let me just give up this fucking, fuck it. Ah. <laughs> got one inverted eye too. The four, it has one Forrest Whitaker eye. Ah, oh, gosh. Rest in peace, Tiny Lister. Yeah, his eyes are the perfect representation of what sativa versus yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like I wish I, I need I need a soundboard. I got I, I need like a little like <laughs> like a little like a I don't know maybe like a ding 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 because that was just on the money, hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Yeah, speaking of interest, rest in peace, tiny. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Moment of silence for the, the Deep Meister. Um, ah, one quick thing before we go: Have you ever witnessed someone being attacked by a bird, like in the flesh, like in real life? Have you been? Have you ever, like, been walking down the street and seen someone being attacked by a bird? I don't, and I don't mean like a large bird, like an eagle or a falcon. I mean like, like a. Uh, like the Twitter bird <laughs> from Twitter. Have you seen that? Oh, shit. I, uh... The closest I've come to anything is kind of a mix in between. I... I no, I guess that's not even a tech. That was more just, like, uh, verbal abuse. Um, I've seen a goose hiss at somebody enough to where I walked <laughs> the other direction and I wasn't involved. So, um, yeah... That's about as close, but as to, like, actually a bird freaking out, no, excuse me, I've been Wait, attacked by a bird. What? Yeah, in the last six months, I've heard oh about that. Oh, my God, okay. One, if a, if yep. a goose hisses at somebody and it doesn't hiss at you, it is your responsibility to walk away because that goose does not have beef with you and you don't want beef with that goose. So let that goose... First of all, the, the, second of all, does don't geese have, like, 
teeth? Like little barbs? Oh, God, I hope not. If so, I haven't seen them yet. I mean, you got to realize I'm scared oh. enough when ducks eat oh. duck food out of my hand, I freak out. So, like, I've never really caught it close enough. I, I smoked a lot of sativas, like, oh, and I no, watched... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's like... I smoke a lot of sativas and I watch a lot no, of Planet no, Earth and I learned that most geese have um, they have their beak and they have their little tongue in it right but on the innards of their beak they have yeah. these frills they're not actual teeth but they come up and they look like they're sharp as a bitch now I respect things that I do not understand so I've never been attacked or near a goose but I've definitely seen these these teeth they it's worth the google for all listening uh i truly believe that i truly believe all geese or actually all birds came from dinosaurs they make sense to me because these bitches but you were saying that you were attacked by a bird go go i need to know yeah uh so um I have a I have a breezeway at my house up on the mountain between our garage and main house that goes to the backyard mm-hmm. where my dog plays and uses the potty and all that. And uh, on our spotlight in this said breezeway, we unfortunately uh, had a bird build a nest there over the summer, and the babies had hatched the eggs. We found them. You know, we would keep an eye on them, just make sure everything's okay. I don't know what happened, whether one of the stray cats on the mountain jumped up off the wheelbarrow and tried to get it, or the wind blew. But oh. Fortunately, she lost her first set of babies. You know, we gave them a proper burial. She built another nest in the same fucking spot that week and had some more eggs. <laughs> and this bitch, you know, at night I have to turn on the light because I'm terrified of the fucking woods. I live in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> and uh, so I turn on the breezeway light at night so I can get to my car. And I remember looking one day and I was confused because I saw something above it. And I covered up the light just enough with my hand that where I saw this bird's eyes, like the black, just death in her eyes. And she fucking flew directly at me, dude. And went the fuck off. And the worst part is not the only time she did. She did two or three times. It was more warning shots, but she was very content. She hit me once. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't have hurt her because of her babies, but that's she knew. She knew. She was like, you're the one. You're the one. She was a scorned bird. I... I'm so sorry that oh, you had just... had such just terrible luck with these birds, man. I'm so sorry. Um, ah, oh, no, sorry is necessary, but all I'm saying is they need to quit fucking with me. And next next one builds, I'm tearing it down before it gets a chance to lay eggs because they need to put them somewhere that's I, not I feel like breeze for Christmas I'm going to line. get you a air fryer so and a and a butterfly net so whenever. Whenever they dive at you, you can just swap them up, uh, throw them in the air fryer, right. and cut it on. But you got to do it outside to warn all the other birds. Be like, hey, next person come up to me, you're going to get with this fucking chicken he got, all right? Put that shit on 450. <laughs> yeah, pull the, Will, pull the Will Smith from uh, Wild West. Yeah, and let him know scene, motherfucking. you've seen here. You bitch. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I've seen so many people oh, be attacked by birds like i don't know maybe maybe it's just the the journey that i'm walking <laughs> i don't know but uh i remember me and my fiance were having a disagreement one day and we were walking like through a park and we were arguing uh, nothing serious just you know just normal things <laughs> and 
I remember I was like, you know what? I'm walking away from the situation. And as I was walking forward, um, I just heard him like freaking out like, oh my God, oh my God. And I thought he was saying it to me, like to continue the argument. And I turned around. I was like, I'm not arguing with you anymore. And I look, and there's like this mockingbird just like chasing him. And I was like, and he was like, help. And I was like, ah, <laughs> uh, ow. <laughs> what do you what do you do in that situation again that's why birds annoy me and they we were at a with park you. it's not like you can't really into fight like them. a porter john or like a building like <laughs> we're just on a and the bird was you were in that bird just it would it would it would like come and he it didn't hurt him you know he wasn't hurt like he didn't get bird flu we're we're, we're safe um but it would like fly down and like mm-hmm. gr- like tap the tuft of his hair and then fly maybe like five feet into the air and then come back around. <laughs> and then like a week later, Jesus and this Christ. is, mind you, mind you, I'll, I'll say where I was. I was in Culpeper when this happened, Culpeper, Virginia. Um, after this happened, I came home. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad was living with, me, living with me at the time. And so I told him the story. And my dad is laughing about it. My fiance is like, that's not funny. And my dad is just like geeking about it. Very next day, very next day, my dad goes outside, goes to walk the dogs and straight up, same bird. I guess, I don't know what this bird had an issue with. Maybe she hated niggas. I don't know. But all I hear from, mind you, we're on the second floor. My dad's <laughs> on the first floor walking the dog. All I hear him is like, motherfucker, Mr. He's like, he's doing a lot of cartoon cussing, like, yo, Sandy Sam. <laughs> Lean over the balcony, and sure enough, this <laughs> And my dad is a, he's like, he he was, he's a, he's a, in glory now. But he's, you know, he was like six foot five, like 300 pounds, big guy. He's over here trying to Box this bird. Like, he's got formation. He's throwing jabs, trying to hit it with an uppercut. And I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh, my God. Maybe maybe that'll be my new thing. Maybe I'll just start going around and <laughs> finding videos of people getting attacked by birds. Made a off of I feel like that'd be a thing for us. Plan. <laughs> Oh, there's money out there for the ignorant, and we it's can not make hard. All you just got to be good at it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But everyone, this has been our show. Rodney, thanks again for coming through. Um, is there anything that you uh, would like to say before we sign off? Any uh, words of wisdom? Yeah, um, uh, shout out to your podcast again so people know. It was definitely fun doing this, and I'm happy to see you're starting up, man. It's always fun to do this with friends. And uh, again, if you guys want to check out mine, it's uh, the Half Wits Podcast, W-H-A-F. <clears throat> wow, I fucked that all up. H-A-F-W-I-T-Z. Excuse me, I'm a little dyslexic. But uh, yeah, come check it out. And uh, definitely love to have you on sometime time, as well, bud. Listen, if you need any kind of ignorance, I am a hundred and forty-seven percent absolutely every now and then. Anytime. Well, guys, that's our show. Uh, I, I guess that's it. I don't, 
I'm always awful at ending these things. Maybe we'll end it like uh like what is that show with the Italians on it? 